Good morning, good day, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Mayfield Mysteries. Firstly, welcome to the Blackwater Podcast Network. If you didn't know, we also have a live play D&D on Twitch, but you can find the episodes here in podcast form if that's what you prefer. Also, go find us on Patreon if you want to support us further and see some goodies that we don't just make available to everyone. I'm Yanis, your game master for this lovely adventure, and I'm joined on the deck of this active aircraft carrier by the effervescent M, the audacious Adam, the loquacious Jess, and the artist formerly known as Cody. The circling planes are running low on fuel, so let's get going. Previously on Mayfield Mysteries, the Rollers returned to Sarah Beth's farm only to discover that Uncle Will was more than he appeared. Working for a government organization known as the NWT, he was tasked to protect this small town. With the help of Izzy and Uncle Bill, our heroes make their way back to Tina's home. There they discover Richard Brighton, and after a tense showdown, Brighton escapes with Tina's grandmother as hostage. Izzy and Uncle Bill head off to pursue them, leaving the Rollers behind with mixed emotions and a sense of haplessness. They decide it's time to stop letting the adults call all the shots and to take the lead. They head off to enter back into the next scene with new resolve and something resembling a plan. Earth crunches under your boots as you lug a heavy pack up the steep slope of the mountain the straps digging into your shoulders. Tina, you follow your dad along the winding path of this remote rat mountain range. Your bag is heavy, but it's nothing compared to the monstrous pack on your dad. Filled with a wide array of tools and instruments, on his back he carries a mobile workstation. You reach an outcropping that seems to offer a small space of level ground. We can set up here, you hear your dad yell over the howling wind. Though not overly cold, the wind being funneled down through the valleys between the mountain whips your hair around, your glasses being securely held in place by the wire you fixed them with earlier that day. Your dad pulls out a compass and holds it up. Yeah, this is the spot, he exclaims as he drops his pack and starts unpacking a variety of small machines and meters of different varieties. He moves to raise a post that has a small little wind turbine spinning at the end. You see the wind spin the wheel, it whips your dad's hair around, you see the trees move in the valley below. It all moves in sync, perfectly together in unison. Just then, a huge gust of wind comes barreling down the valley. Your dad is at the edge of the plateau on his tiptoes, reaching up and adjusting another instrument on the post when it hits him. You see him fall, flailing his arms as he tries to get his balance. You feel a moment of panic as you're seeing him potentially go over the edge. But then you see the way the wind is moving and the balance of it all and how it shifts. And you feel your hands move as if on their own, as if the wind is shifting them. And suddenly the wind rotates, pushing your dad back up onto the ledge. Must have been a change in the wind that caught your hands and pulled them along. Or at least that's what you tell yourself. And now you stare down at your hands, a small trickle of blood on your fingertip as you press it on the ruins carved in the back of your grandmother's closet. And they light up and the four of you stand in front of the archway. The smaller archway, that is. I hope this works a second time. She um she said we have to go to the library and find a red orb 
like a red ball. And that if Billy comes through, that we throw it at him. And something about something about speeding up his aging, because he's like really old. That's all we've got. You guys walk through the um, the arch, little mini archway, and you find yourself back in that quartz room at the base of the castle. Um, you see the staircase that you guys came down with her before, and you guys sort of make your way back up the stairs, um, and you pass the the huge dining hall that was empty except for one table and one seat, and eventually you come on come to the floor. Um, where there's a massive library. Okay, so are we just like, are we just gonna only look for the orb or can we like look for other things too? I mean, there's probably a wealth of knowledge here. Maybe we should spread out and and see what we can find. We should focus on finding the orb, but... I I can look for the orb. Um, I think a wealth of knowledge might be... uh, wasted on me. I'm good at finding shit. Okay. Bigger library than I've ever seen, my goodness. Is is there any, like, clear organizational, like, are we in a Dewey Decimal situation here, or? Yeah, how's that no. Dewey Decimal um, s- s- uh, system? The, the books, um, at first, um, when you look at them, it looks like they've been arranged by color of the bindings, sort of at first. And then it sort of stops seeming like that's the organization method. And then you realize that that was just sort of like a fluke of that section. And it's just all very, very random. And it's sort of this weird sort of circular room where the walls are just entirely books and at the center of the room is this massive table with books open and sprawled across it and um, all sorts of um, little tinkering tools and sets of little bronze scales and... Tina's going to go straight for the um, the like open books and try and see what was being like poured over recently you you see um, some of the books are um, written in a text that you recognize. Um, they sort of speak about the flow of time and how magic can influence how that flows, um, both in terms of speeding it up and slowing it down. You see a lot of books in languages with characters that you don't recognize. Um, weird symbols that look kind of like um, other languages that you've seen on Earth, but not quite the same, or parts of it might be the same. You're not that familiar with the languages. Um, You kind of get the impression that anything that was written specifically about the magic of it would have been written in the language that was native to that world. make much of this out what can you make out anything good I mean there's some stuff about time and I don't know it would take years 
De- decades even to mm. pour over everything in here. Spells like fireball or something. <laughs> don't, don't think it works like that, but um, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep looking. <laughs> Different dimensions. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe it does work like that. I don't know. This is everything I thought I knew is completely out the window. To be honest with you, um, exactly. So, so I shouldn't you find make fun of you. Labeled fireball. Yeah, I guess we should look for it. If if we see fireball spells... Jesus, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to look for the orb. Um, But I hope you find a fireball. Um, Trent, you don't don't need to look all that hard. You you glance down at the table uh, where these books are open and you see um, a bunch of sort of um, these scales... Um, like weigh scales with with little heaps of red powder and some with little heaps of white powder and um, next to them you see a sort of small, relatively small sort of ornate chest Uh, I pop the chest open inside is a a blue velvet sort of cushion with this blood red um, orb uh, that sits in a glass orb with a sort of um, it's like a white smoke that sort of like billows around on the inside of it. Found it. Hey, uh, SB, you said we have to throw this at him. Um, I think so. So I'm like, I'm guessing. So I, I don't know if you have to like crack it over his head or something. Did Izzy say specifically what I was supposed to do with it? Um, she said to throw it at him. Okay. Great. Uh, Dianus, one of the two one of the two things that I chose is skilled at, and the specific thing that I wrote in the skilled at line <laughs> is throwing. <laughs> I have the skilled That's at throwing. So perfect. I have. I'm a, I'm a quarterback. I'm good at throwing things. He's gonna perfect barrel though. Uh, great. Okay. Yeah. Is it Seems. in a slightly ovoid shape? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's got these weird little ridges on the top, Hell too, yeah. that are almost like laces. <laughs> I like other fingers. Seeing Trent kind of like hold it with the adeptness that I could never, I was like, yeah, you hold on to it. You're supposed okay. to hold that, I think. I'm pretty good at throwing, so. I know. Fireball. <laughs> That's basically it. Avery, would it help if I yelled fireball when I threw this at him? It would help yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. Can do. Fuck yeah. Um, while they're, um, after Trent finds the orb, can I, um, I want to go, I just want to go to like a random corner. I w- you know what? No. I want to go look where the books are the oldest. Okay. I want to go look where the books are really, really old. Okay. Dusty, seem, like not yeah, looked at. Yeah, there, there is a, a sort of a section in the, well, as back as a circle can be, sort of like as far from the table, so that yeah. you, you get the impression the table's sort of been shifted near where the books are that are most relevant to what Izzy was working on. But there's a section sort of in the back um, where there are a bunch of books that you cannot even, you can't even make out the... Um, what's written on the spines of them. They're aged and brittle. Um, and you pull out the sort of the biggest yeah. of them, the oldest, the dustiest. 
And um, I smell it before I open it. It's like it's that same smell of old books, but it's 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 so much more intense. It's it's like an entire library of old books in one book, mm-hmm. um, and just from the smell, you can tell that this book. Izzy's never opened this book. This book has not been opened since the Nexium was closed like thousands of years ago. I think Sarah Beth sits down and like crisscross applesauce and cracks the book open to the first page. You open the book and you look down at the text on the page and it's not any letters that you're familiar with. The, the characters are very strange. Um, they're very sort of alien, but there's a sort of a real beauty to their appearance, to the geometric, geometric nature of them. And as you like look at them in sort of the, um, from the perspective of, oh, these are just pretty shapes, and very interesting book they they start to shift and not in the sense that they start to shift into things that you can understand it's more that that shape you you see a tree and then the next shape you hear a stream and by the time you read the reach the fourth or the fifth sort of clump of figures, you're sitting in a woods with a soft babbling brook near you, and you're you're not in the library anymore. Can I look around? Do I see anyone? You see a group of people. Um, riding up on horseback. Um, they're wearing sort of like chain mail armor, uh, swords on their hips, um, and they come sort of trotting along on horseback. And you see in the distance, approaching from the other side, you see these massive bear-like humanoid creatures on standing on on hind legs massive axes in their hands as they a group of them approach these people on horseback do they see me they don't if they see you they is don't Sarah acknowledge Beth disappear you. from the room or is Sarah Beth still sitting there for us okay. no she's sitting there looking at the book the folks who are on horseback are they closer to me yeah, they're they're they've sort of slowed where you are sitting. Um, do I need to leave? They don't react. Okay. So I think you see these bear-like creatures draw close, and they sort of face one another. The, the human at the on the horse that is at the front of the procession, he sort of calls out and says, uh, Greetings, uh, we are from the Convoy of Earth. 
um, hail and well met. And the bear sort of roars a response. And Sarah Beth, roll me a roll me a brains, please. I do love to roll brains. That's my second highest stat with a d12. Yeah. Grit and brains. I don't know where she gets them from. Not at all. Okay. That's an 11. Oh. Um, you get the impression that this um, scene that you are witnessing is a record of some of the initial um, meetings between the, the different peoples from the different worlds here on the Nexium. And that they've somehow been recorded in this sort of almost like three-dimensional sensory book experience. Cool. I think for a moment I let that play out. And can I, now that I'm in the scene, am I cognizant enough to try and see if I can find one with Billy in it? Record of when he made contact? Can I, like, search the book for that? Yeah, I think this book would have been from even before his time. Okay. Um, Billy's Billy's sort of um, revolution, I'm hesitant to call it, Billy's sort of, like, aggression against the Nexium happened sort of at the end of Earth's relationship with the rest of the worlds. This, this was sort of, like, the first, one of the first meetings that people were making this was like when the nexium was when humans discovered um the nexium so this would have been predating even billy there might be another book in here that that speaks of that um but it is not this one okay i think i would linger just kind of watching the scene for a moment realizing that i'm seeing something that no one has seen and it's weird in a mo in in the moment that you are there, you are both, you feel like you're standing in this field and you can also sort of feel yourself sitting with the book in your lap. And when you finally decide that you've had enough, as you close the book, the the world sort of returns to normal in that same sort of closing cool. fashion, like a like a transition almost, as it, as it closes like a book and you're back in the library. I call out to Tina at the table. Um, if, if we can find a book that's kind of like this one, but newer. Uh, find something like this one, but newer. If, if you sit and you read, it'll like take you there, I think. It's like, um, you know, like sometimes when you read, it's almost like a movie starts playing in your head. It's like that, but you're in it. Okay. Tina's gonna turn to Avery and say, Fireball, I guess. Fireball. Fireball. Um, and she's going to go and start looking for, I guess, is there any particular quality of it that that is that, that makes it look different from the other books? There's no quality on the outside um, as this book is really faded and, and there's the cover is very um, nondescript. It, the text is very unique, though. The, this sort of like... Um, like hollow deck book essentially text is very unique um to this 
book. So you do start to find other books that have similar text and depict similar things. Um, but you don't, you don't find anything that has any sort of, um, uh, record of Billy. Oh, well, it was worth a shot. Is there any anything then to be found um, amongst the sort of bits and bobs and trinkets and gadgetry on the on the table? Um, can can Tina does she have any sense of like what was being done here or what sort of processes all these things were undergoing? Yeah, you're looking at the different um, apparatus and stuff that are on the table here. Um, and you get the impression that um, some of these different powders um, affect the magnetism, like the magnetic fields that come off of these archways. Um, you get the impression that the magnet, the magnetic fields can both block and increase some of the magical influence that is inherent in the Nexium. So whether or not you would be able to, uh, you won't be able, you wouldn't be able to figure out on your own how to recreate what she's made here without like much further study. But you get the idea that this, um, this would make some sort of cloud or dust vapor that would essentially cut him off from the magic that is prolonging his life. I'll pass that along to the rest of the group and sort of tell them what I what I can see. Yeah, so sort of like a like a smoke bomb, where the smoke is essentially a shield, um, and you can see the the diagram. She has a sort of like in one of the books, she has a sort of a drawing of a figure with um, these sort of like coils of smoke going up in a sort of helix around the figure. I think we found the right thing, so. Good thing we have this, but I mean, Uncle Bill's gonna get him anyway, right? So, I, I guess we just wait. We should head to the portal. Is there, um, is there anything else we can do while we're on this side? It's just kind of a waiting game at this point, but I, I don't want to just wait. Feels stupid, and I feel bad for getting so down before, but. There's got to be something else we can do. We could go through the portal. Through That's it? That's true. Well, Billy will be probably focused on your uncle and Izzy coming from one direction. He's probably not going to expect us to come from another. Hit him in the flank. That's true. How will we know when, though? Also, do we know if that... Does this ball work? There? Great question. On, on the other side? I, I don't know. You do recall that she said that it would only work on this side. In, like, two episodes ago. Right, like, stuff here works here. Right, yeah. Yeah, magic, magic works, works here. Magic right, doesn't work magic. there. That's why he's stuck. He's stuck right. and he's tethered to the sort of like leakage that comes out of yeah. the arch. Otherwise he could just freely go back and forth. Right. Exactly. Shit. Okay. Okay. 
guess, guess that was. Go. I guess we just wait. Guess we just wait. So you guys make your way back down the stairs, um, back to the the court's room, and you sort of set yourselves up uh, facing the the main gate. Before um, we set ourselves up, mm-hmm. can I just do a quick? Can I find anything? Like any jars filled with liquids or things that look like they could be slippery. Yeah. Um like jams, preserves. Yeah, you find um you find a, a sort of a uh, in the dining hall area you find um sort of a a um pantry of sorts. Um and there is yeah, an assortment of um, preserves and jams and oils and but you also notice that some of the things are stuff that she's either she's snuck uh, out to buy in the real world or like uh, Tina's grandmother has like snuck for her so there's like a bottle of like Heinz ketchup and there's like <laughs> there's like things from the now um, so like there's all this like sort of weird fantasy medieval stuff but then there's also just like stuff from a store that that i would like to look for the closest equivalent to popcorn butter (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't know if there um there's fantasy berries these are just blueberries yeah um there's probably some sort of like cooking oil which is probably going to be the closest that you get (laughs) Great, I'm going to go with the cooking oil and a thing of Heinz ketchup because that's the burger, represent the burger. Uh, okay. And I'm okay. going to dump out both right in front of the portal. So anyone coming through that portal is stepping straight into oil and ketchup. Slippery mess. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, um, Adam. Are you going to make them touch the goo? Is that what you're going to do? Make them <gasps> touch that goo. Touch the goo. It transcends... Make them little out of the portal. Yep. Goo is eternal. Um, yeah, you make your way back down to the um, portal area and you set up your sweet, sweet booby trap. Um, Adam is just full, full like, of all sorts trap. of traps. Um, <laughs> traps and MacGyvers. Um, Dude, that's just Adam <laughs> poking <know>. through. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are down there and you're waiting and it feels impossibly long um it it can't have been more than 10 minutes but it just it feels like you're just waiting and right when you're about to sort of give up hope that something's going to happen you see the glow start on the ground and pull up to the archway and the archway lights up and you see through it comes a familiar silhouette it's Izzy she steps through and the light goes out behind her and she clasps her stomach and you see crimson blood gushing through her fingers as she falls to her knees and she holds her stomach and she looks up at you I hope I rush up to catch her and I pull my, my I have a first aid kit in my backpack 
I pull out, it's not going to help, but I pull out my first aid kit and try and see what's wrong. You, you see that she's been stabbed and she's holding this wound as the blood is just blooming across her clothes and she reaches for you, Tina. She reaches out her hand. I take, I take it. She grab, she grabs your hand and she, she looks up at you and she, she says, I'm, I'm so sorry. You have to stop him. What, what, what happened? Are you going to be okay? You're going to be okay. And she slumps forward. And as she does, the four of you feel this tingle and then a burning sensation as you see on your wrist that coil scar appear on all four of your wrists. Is she, is she, is she dead? Tina's gonna check her pulse. There's no pulse. Oh my god. I think she's gone. I, we, we gotta go. We have to go through now. You right? see that white start to flare up again on the ground and creep up the back wall as that portal starts to coalesce again. I move her, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to move her, Tina, just so she's not caught in the crossfire, and I'm going to oh. move her out away of the way onto the side just so that if someone comes through, they're not going to be standing on top of her or she's not going to get trampled. Like, is he still important? And so I'm just going to move her out of the way. Tina and, gags, like, like physically ill from this. And then the second I get back, I am going to, like... I'm going to look at Trent and I'm going to pull the hunting rifle off my shoulder. I'm going to load. I'm going to make sure it's loaded and ready to go. And I'm going to go, oh my God, I'm facing this portal. Oh my God. And you see another silhouette. This one slightly taller and in its hand, a sword that you recognize as Izzy's. You see Billy step through the portal, the sword dripping with Izzy's blood. And he inhales. <sighs> it's good to be back. Does he slip? <laughs> um... I Kevin McAllister the shit out of the floor. I know you did. I um I actually I don't have any dice because the in this system the the game master doesn't roll. Should um, I make a roll? Should I roll it? Yeah, he should roll for let's, how good his trap is. Yeah, let's do that. Um, roll me. What do you think that would be? Because uh, I honestly feel like it would be brains. <laughs> that oh. is your worst stat. Oh, I, that's I mean, I second don't, worst best I stat. I feel like you could argue. You could argue. I don't think you have to be very maybe. smart to oil a floor. Okay. What's, well, what's Cody's you, argument? What argument would you make? Arguing for the grit. 
Grit's worse. <laughs> Grit's worse. Okay. Well, you know what? I tried to help. Uh, it goes. It goes. Charm. Flight. Fight. Yeah. I could. I could argue. Fight. I think that fight. The, I think fight is. I, I think fight you. is a reasonable. Sure. Okay. Prepping for a fight before you yeah. roll the floor, just slapping yeah, yourself, sure. getting pumped. Here's yeah. the thing. Would this be considered defending my friends? This is me setting up a trap. Yes. Trying. Then yes, I get a plus three to this. Whoa. Okay. Because uh, my Ooh. other, it's it's skilled at throwing, real good at that arm, and protective. Oh, fuck, I threw it right off the table. Don't do that. Skilled at uh, throwing, sure. That's a 9 to 12. <laughs> Whoa. 12. You do succeed. You see he steps out. He inhales. <sighs> good to be. Fuck. And he <laughs> slips. <laughs> and there's a... A moment where he kind of like he he tips straight back, like feet go out from underneath him, and he flicks his hand, and he sits on like an invisible couch, almost made of air. And he goes, oh, "Man, it's good to have that back too." Trent, fireball, fireball! I'm gonna spike ball this bitch and just run, just <laughs> straight down. <laughs> You run and you throw it. Uh, make me a roll. Uh, fight? Yeah, that would be, is it this, would be fight. Is this a difficulty nine or less? No. Okay, then I, get a plus, um, then I get a plus three to this. Because if it's nine or less, I automatically succeed. Yeah, no, it would be it would be it would be a twelve. Uh, a 12? task where success is impressive but completely expected for a character skip that thing. I get to roll that again, baby. Oh. oh I get to roll that again. <laughs> oh, there's a one. Uh, so 21 <laughs> plus three, 24. It's like <gasps> you you throw that glass orb and it perfect spiral. spins. It's a perfect spiral. And it clocks him in the side of the face. And it the effect was supposed to be magical, not like a bludgeoning. <laughs> A blast to the face. Yeah, but it takes on, like, I think the the initial plan was to throw it, like, at the floor and shatter it so that the smoke could come out. And you've just gone and whipped it at his head. And there's a moment of, like, lapse where he loses control of the, the spell that he's cast. And he, the couch disappears as well. And he, like, gets hit in the face and then falls in the goop. And then the ball shatters. And he's, like, a mess on the ground. Sounds like but he should have kept better concentration is what I'm hearing. Exactly. But then you see the glass orb shatters and that smoke starts to like sort of roil on the ground. But Tina, you see it doesn't it doesn't move like you saw. I don't think it's working. He starts to roll over and he's covered in ketchup and grease and he Are stands we... up and he kind of looks down at the at the smoke the fuck do you think you're doing with that is there have we noticed the coils on our wrists at this point yes you have and I'm remembering that Izzy said Izzy had this and she said she could do magic right she said that yeah she, she could do magic yeah well, you don't know that Izzy could do magic. Izzy said that magic could be done here. 
And we know that she had this coil on her wrist and that she was like the keeper of the Nexium. The protector right? of the the protector of the portal, yeah. I think Trent's gonna scream, Sarah Beth, shoot him! Shoot him! Oh my god. Bring it down. Shoot him! <laughs> you see he he brings his hand up and in his hand. Avery, you recognize a small little spark slowly rotating. I shoot him. He's covered in oil, baby. Does he start a spark in his hand? Covered in oil? It's not not on him. It's like floating in his (laughs) palm. Yeah, I think if he started, he's going to aggress towards us. All right. Roll me a a fight. (laughs) This is fight. This is 100% fight. You're shooting a gun at a person. That's fight. Now, if the DC on this is the same as before. I don't remember what it was. It was 16. 16. It was to hit the tire. This is a dude. It was to hit the tire. This was just, this was just, this is just a person, like yeah. full body. like. Okay. Because fight is my lowest score. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably like a, I think it's probably like a four or a five. The task where success is likely for all characters except those who aren't skilled. I have to roll a three. I <laughs> D4s are more likely to explode. That... Yep. That's true. Got this, Em. Because I have a plus of... one in fight, so mm-hmm. I have to I have to roll a three here. That's a 50% chance a three or a four gets you a success. <sighs> it's a coin flip. Oh, my God. You got this, I believe. Oh, my God. Do you have adversity tokens that you can spend? Is there a thing that you can do to, like, make this better? Well, I have cool under pressure that says I spend one adversity token to take half the dice's value instead of rolling on a snap decision. Uh. But that doesn't, but that doesn't help me. Um, and prepared allows me to spend two adversity tokens to have an item with me, but there's nothing here that's going to help. So no, this is just a roll. This Alrighty. is just a roll. <laughs> Shoot this dude in the dick. <laughs> no. We would have to explode a couple times. I was going to say, how that. much <laughs> target dick shot? Also, I that's don't know that of, that would kill him. That's not, oh man. That's a three for the total of four. Yes! You shoot him and it catches him in the shoulder of the of the arm that he was bringing up. And you see that sputters out. And that, that action that Sarah Beth has taken snaps, Tina, it sort of snaps you out of your, like, uh, fog, brain fog that you had with what's happened to Izzy. And you tears streaming down your face you feel your arms drift up like they did that day on the mountain and you see it the same way you feel it the same way and you move your hands and that smoke starts to curl and you feel wind rush down the stairwell as that smoke starts to curl and form and you look at him just with anger and hate as that smoke curls around him and encompasses him in that helix that you saw in the book. And you see his skin start to age and sag on him like cloth hanging on bones. You see his hair grow long and then gray and then lank as parts of it, as it starts to fall out. And as you see it, um, as you see all of this happening, he kicks 
the ball, the remaining part of what's left of the ball. He kicks it back at you guys, and the smoke goes with it, and you lose concentration, and the smoke comes now at you for and engulfs you for in this thick like this it's it's that smell of old books it's the smell of of decay not in a sort of a bad way but like in the smell of like the the trunk of a tree that's grown old and decaying and it clings to you and it obscures your vision and as it dissipates he's gone fuck I look for a blood trail I winged him I look for a blood trail you see it going up the stairs I run I run I'm running I also run I pull the rifle out and I run and I go Tina grab the ball grab the ball Is is it broken is it broken or is it like it is broken oh. and the smoke the smoke it it, 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 bro- it shattered but like it was like um like a crack it didn't like break into shards right. um you give chase you race up the staircase you following the the blood that's dripped along and you reach uh you follow it all the way to the top to the room that you guys found yourselves in the day before or even no that same night still and you open the door and you see the blood trail leads to that window that you had stared out of and you look out of the window and you just see a figure flying away but the figure is still aged the 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 orb has done like some serious damage uh he is wounded and he is not not in anything like he was when he arrived and he disappears into the sky. Damn it. Well, if he can do it, maybe we can. Fly? Why not? You want to try flying right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, can you Don't do it? Don't jump. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to close hang him down away from the window. <laughs> What is it? I want to try. You, you, you miss you miss him, Trent. You your hand doesn't get hold of him, and Avery, you run and you get all you get to the you get to the point where you're putting your hands up on the windowsill and you've got momentum and you push, and there's a moment where you're, you realize I don't know what I do next, <laughs> and then you panic. You're like shit. <laughs> You, it ma- it made sense, but you, for some reason in your brain, it felt like something would happen, or you would know what to do, or there would come a moment where you're like, "Oh yeah, I just fly," and that doesn't happen, and you you kind of scramble, and then you stop, and you're like, oh. "Fuck, sorry, um, Sarah Beth, we need to check on your uncle." Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, oh my god, I just shot a jeez. That was a good okay. shot. Good try. You did. You, you hit Sarah Beth. That's not a okay. person. That's a monster. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Um. Can we? Should we go back through? I want to make sure. Uh, we should take Izzy back. Maybe just you two. I don't, do we leave him here? I don't know if we can leave this. 
castle undefended. But we maybe, can't defend it. We don't have any... I, I don't maybe know. Maybe you what... guys go through, you and Tina, and me and Trent stay back, because who knows what the fuck he'll do if we all leave. Well, we're not... We're going to come back for you. Yeah, just pop your head through, see if your uncle is okay, and then maybe bring him here. I you think I'll spill it up. here. It'll be fast. It's way better that he's here than out there. Just right? in and out. It could be weeks. What if we get stuck? I can't, I can't, I can't lose anyone else. You have your blood. It opens the portals. It's fine. Just don't die. Then we got this. The thingy on our arm. Okay. Right? I'm pretty sure this allows us to do magic. I'm going to, I swear to God, I'm going to fireball him. It's going to happen. I believe you. If anyone can do it, it's you, Avery. I think I actually do believe you now. We'll, we'll practice throwing fireballs out of this window and you go get your uncle. Okay. And I'm going to throw. (laughs) Avery reaches, Avery reaches into (laughs) his pocket. Now this is up to Giannis's discretion. Um, I would think that on Avery's breaks being like slacker at the diner does smoke cigarettes. I wouldn't say that Avery has like a pack on, on him right now, but do I have a Zippo? Definitely. Absolutely. Has a oh, for it absolutely sure. has a lighter. Amazing. Well, if you didn't, then, Sarah Beth would have at least matches. <laughs> then Avery, like, being obsessed with this idea of now being able to do magic and throw a fireball is going to pull out the Zippo and, like, light it and just, like, is going to focus so hard <laughs> on, the, on the flame, seeing that uh, Billy could, like, saw the spark and just kind of, like, just focus on the flame. Um, yeah, you focus on that flame, and you could have sworn you saw it move a couple times like it should, but you don't make a fireball. You get, like, a control flame at best. <laughs> That's cool, though. I'm you, hearing like, make it, yet. You, That's what I'm you hearing. Make, I'm hearing you make yeah, it, like, yet. bend. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. Air, fire, yeah. Trent's either water or earth. Sarah Beth is either water or earth. And then our powers combined with Sam, who's obviously hot, we summon Captain Planet and we <laughs> save Nexium. Yep. Yep. Sorry. We went uh, to Captain Planet. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Bill is Captain Planet. Yeah, pre- he pronounce Captain Planet. Speaking of Uncle Bill, I um I yeah, look at you guys him. rip down the stairs, you make it back to the portal. Um, Sarah Beth, as you approach the portal slightly ahead of um, Tina. It opens for you now, simply with the mark on your wrist. Tina, do you do you want to stay here? Or do you want to come? No, back? I'll, co- I'll come with you. I'll come with you. Okay, then we should. I'm gonna go out first, just to make sure it's safe, and then we can bring Izzy out. We can't stay here. She deserves to be with your family. Yeah, we don't know what's on the other side there. Okay, let me go look. I'll just be a second. And I go up to the portal and I have my hunting rifle because this is my (laughs) weapon now, apparently. Uh, And I walk through it. As you come through the other side, you see that uh, chamber underneath Mayfield that you guys left um, a week before now. And as you walk in, you see just absolute carnage. There is like eight or nine 
bodies in varying states of consciousness. As you walk through, you see Uncle Bill just picking a dude up and throwing him against a wall. Like he has one man armied this entire group. (laughs) Yes, he Um, has. And he looks up at you and he goes, Hi. Did did you make it? No. I saw I saw her going injured and He tried, but it was too late. And Billy? Um I winged him. And then we were we broke it on him and it and then he flew away and he got out the window. I'm sorry. We tried. No, you did you did so good. You did so good. You okay? Um. That's a stupid question. Are you, are you hurt? That's a better. No, one. no, I'm. I'm not hurt. Uh, you see, he's totally fine. He's like. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Um. Are you? Are you? Did, are the rest of you guys okay? Everyone's all right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. D- uh, Trent and Avery are. I think trying to see if we can do magic mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tina's um, with Izzy on the other side. I just came through to see if it was safe because we're gonna bring Izzy out. Yeah, I think we got we got most of them. Um, uh, your friend uh, Sam. Sam. Was it? Yes. Uh, she's she's taking uh, Tina's grandma back up. Oh, good. Um. um She's going to wait at the truck. Um, uh, you, you guys should all come well, come back, I think. But I don't know if we should. And I show him the mark on my wrist. We all have it now. All right. Um, all right, well, we'll, uh, we'll deal with that. Um, Do you want to come? I um I need I need uh I need permission uh, from my superiors before I'm allowed to make an off-world trip. I'm sorry, you're um, what? From, when from have you superiors. ever needed permission to do anything? Uh, you've you've just known me as your uncle, the farmer. Uh, when I when I work for a government agency, I I need permission before I'm allowed off-world. Uncle Bill, um, I'm sorry, yeah. but that's bullshit. Listen, I think uh, we should get you all back here. Um, the rest of the uh, the NWT should be showing up soon. We'll do a debrief, um, and we'll we'll figure out where we go from here. Okay, um, I'm gonna pop back through and see what see what they think. But I I don't think that. I don't think that Avery or Trent are going to want to leave the Nexium undefended. Well, um, he's not coming back. Where's to the he castle. going? Um, he'll probably try and reestablish some of his connections with other worlds. Maybe hop to a different world that's, if there's any other worlds still connected to the Nexium. I assume if we're, if Earth's reconnected, there are others that have reconnected, but. Uh, he's got no business left on Earth. He won't come back here. Put him in danger. Okay. So it is. And we okay will have to. We, we, we will have to deal with him. But but um, uh, I think we got a bit of time. Sounds so like you guys messed him up pretty good. It's okay if we all leave the Nexium. 
Or should there yeah. always be somebody there? No, I, you don't always need to be there. You're the only four who can get through. You're oh. the only ones with the marks. Okay, this is just like... I think I'm keeping up pretty okay, but this is like a no, lot. No, you're doing... It's a lot. It's yeah. definitely a lot. I feel like going it, back to doing farm chores is going to be... um. This, that's going to be a hard transition back. But I also kind of only want to do that. He walks up um, and gives you sort of like a, a half like side hug. Squeeze. Oh, no, I completely fold into him. Absolutely. He, he pulls you close and he goes, ah, I don't think you got much farm work in your future, my dear. Okay. If you say so. I'll, I'm go, gonna get, go, get, go get your friends and okay. um, we'll... Um, We'll figure this out. Is there a guy that's like semi-conscious? Yeah, I mean, he didn't like murder everybody. Um, he just like stopped them as as much as they needed stopping. So there's do like, any of them look like they're like moving towards aggression, or are they just down no, and out no, at no, this no, point? No. They're pretty all down and out. They've I all been vanquished. That's good. If I lock eyes with any one of them, I think I'm just there's going to just be like snake <laughs> just eyes. Mean mug, mean mug the absolutely. The dudes. Sarah, as you stand, Sarah Beth as you has stand never, next to like Rambo. Yeah, Sarah Beth has never mean mugged anybody in her life and is taking the opportunity to do so on people she knows won't hurt her back at this point. <laughs> um, so I, I walk through the, the portal again and see Tina there. Um, we can all go back. Uncle Bill says we, we don't have to stay here. He doesn't think Billy's going to come back. He's nothing left on earth that he needs. Tina realizes she's been inadvertently holding her breath the entire time Sarah Beth was gone. Um, and so she kind of catches her breath and goes, okay, um, so sh and should I, we get the others? Yeah, I holler down the hall for Avery and Trent. Hey, Avery? I almost got it. Yeah, no, do you think it's weird that I'm bummed that Sam wasn't there when we exploded that car? Huh? She would have really liked that. Oh. I just feel bad, you know, obviously she's into fire. And like we need a healthy outlet, and that was a good fire. Like that was, you know, um Oh, you mean for like the pirate. You exploded a car. Oh, that was sick. I thought you were trying to impress Sam. No, yeah. I'm just like like that was authorized pyre like pyromania and Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, I think I just I heard Sarah Beth yelling. We should. You got the fireball going? You good? I'm trying. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's see what she has to say. Okay, we're fucking superheroes now. Yeah, I've also realized that, you know, did Tina do like wind shit? I think so. Yeah, so you've, you've got the magic of fire. Tina's yeah. got the magic of, of wind. And Sarah Beth and I have the magic of gun. So that's cool. I mean, so far... That's the most effective one has been the magic of gun. So yeah, guns are effective. Um. <laughs> and as I see them coming down, I suppose towards me and Tina, um, I relay briefly what my uncle Bill had said. Giannis. Mm hmm. Now as Avery walks down and is like paying attention to not just the fire, yeah. as I'm looking at my friends, that smoke hit us, right? Yeah. Are we older? 
do we look do, like I obviously I can't look at myself, but like yeah. as I look at my friends now standing there, do we look older? Um, give the... me a uh, a brains roll. Okay, M eight. The Beach smoke makes was you old. <laughs> smoke <laughs> aged <laughs> him because it cut him off from the yeah, magic but then he that stopped back. him from aging. Yeah, yeah, but then he blew it back at us. I don't know how this shit works. But we don't have any. He's got to do a brains roll. That's what we're waiting on. It's It's a seven. A seven. That's enough. You (laughs) you get the impression that uh, the smoke made you the age that you are, Mm. and you guys are (laughs) the age that you are. Every's now thirty-five. You guys might have been might be like a week older because you spent a week here, but you are you are essentially the same age. I think Avery looks a little disappointed with the whole like superhero idea. It's like, oh, we're not just all magically jacked now. Fine. Well, not yet. I, I, I don't need magic. <laughs> Avery, if you want to, like, I got a workout regime I think you'd love. Uh, can we, can we get yeah. Izzy yeah. out of this place? Can we, can we, like, carry her out? Yeah. You guys um, make your way back through the portal and um, back out of the tunnel through the cinema. And um, the next couple of days, week, is a blur. You all make your way back home. Um, The NWT... Uh, helps sort of square things away. Stories for your absences are given, and they do the they do what they do best. They sweep things under the rug. Um, Tina, your grandmother escapes relatively unharmed, but the loss of Izzy is very very hard for her. Um, Trent, Sarabeth, and Avery, your parents are told that it was part of some sort of training exercise. Um, to assess the response time for abducted children, and it was the like some government-run um, <laughs> training exercise. Um, <laughs> that is such a lawsuit. <laughs> um, Just your, your no, no consent to that at all. Hey, Nobody we abducted your it. kids to make sure that if your kids get abducted, they'll be safe. <laughs> I hope that's your good. Parents, Bye. <laughs> I mean, no, they pretended to abduct your kids to see how quickly abducted kids could be tracked um, it's not really believed but most of your parents are just happy to have you back that they don't really ask too many questions um, and as much as you guys have questions and want answers it's as though the adults are being adults again they are not giving you answers they're they're sort of expecting you guys to go back to your regular lives um the when you try and ask about it you're told to wait and the only reason you guys don't pursue it further is because uncle bill promises that he will give you guys answers when it's time and that it won't be long um and that's why when you, one day he comes and he tracks you all down and he tells you that you've all been called for. What did you want to do in that week, Trent? In that week, I would try, I would go to Tina's house 
Nexium through the closet. Um, you cannot. I was gonna try and make a, a portal to my room from Nexium. Just you know, like ease of access. Maybe make one in the break room at the the burger place. Why can't we why can't we the use the burger? What happens? You you get the impression that um the one in your room was very much coded only to Izzy. Oh, <laughs> then I'll try to sneak into the movie theater. <laughs> All right. That's what Avery was going to do over the week. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. I would get everyone together and be like, let's get the gang back together. We're the protectors of Texium. They don't get to fucking tell us what to do. Okay. Um, All right. Well, you don't wait for... I think no. I think Sarah Beth would put up a mild amount of protest. She trusts her uncle Bill. We don't like. We don't have to like do stuff in there. I just want to set up some like in and outs. You know, some convenient ones that aren't in the basement of the basement of a movie theater. Go ahead, Yannis. Um, I don't know if you would remember this, Trent, and you might still choose to go about it in this way, but you know that it took years (laughs) for. Uh, Izzy to figure out how to cast the magic that allowed her to build a portal between her, like an off the books portal. It's not like she was stuck there and then the next day went and drew a, a, an arch on the wall and said, I go now here. I think that's that's um, Sarah Beth's voice of like Sarah Beth and Tina being like, wait, that t- took so long. And okay, I look, Uncle Bill, and you can call him Uncle Bill. He's not just Bill to you. He's your uncle too, because that's just how it works, okay? So he's going to come through. I trust him. Trent, he gave you like five guns, okay? He and he gave you bullets too. But imagine what we could do with five fireballs. <laughs> yeah, I know, Avery. We have to, like, I hate it. And I, I am loathing the thought of having to go back to work and... I love the explorers and I want nothing to do with it. I want to go back and I want to sit in those books and I want to learn. Yeah. And yeah. We just then let's We have a lifetime to okay. do that. Once I step through that portal, I'm not coming back here. What, Avery? What did you say? There's no reason to come back. You've obviously been chosen for something. There's nothing for me here. Okay. What, a dead end job at a diner? Counter offer. We don't sneak into the movie theater. Bomber. We don't get to practice magic. Bomber. We should train. Let's just go to Sarah Beth's farm. Practice shooting. Practice swords. I don't know. Like We're not superheroes, Trent. Yet. I don't think we're superheroes, but I'm saying with a gun, we're more effective. Okay. Well, I mean... Your uncle's basically a superhero. Okay, I'm pretty convinced that that's like I, I don't think he's like a superhero. I just in. think he saw some stuff in the war. Okay? Your like uncle kicked the shit out of like war. twelve dudes alone. Other people saw your uncle, and that scarred them. Yeah. Yeah. We've all okay. seen some shit. We've all seen some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so let's go shoot some guns. 
Okay. okay. And practice swords. And try to wait one, one week. And if we don't hear from Bill, we can go ourselves. Can we practice guns and swords in that week, though? Oh, absolutely. I don't. Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying let's go to Nexium okay, because obviously we, we can't it, make a portal. Guns and swords. We do I, it safely. Yeah. We establish Probably. rules and that we fire with um, training bullets and we play with D- blunt Does your swords. uncle have training bullets? I don't know. <laughs> I think okay. we just use bullets and shoot cans. Yeah, but what if. Okay. I, uh, we. I. The first aid kit that I have doesn't fix bullets. We're not going to shoot each other. We're, we're, we'll use Misfires can gun happen, safety. okay? That's the first rule of gun safety, Trent. Jeez. That is true. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So if we're going well, to my farm, oh. we... Yeah. I think we're doing no, this on my farm. Safety. We play now this I know one rule rules. of gun safety. So thank uh, you. Another so, rule? Don't point it at other people. That's unless two rules. ready to kill them. How many rules are there out of here? Many, you. so many. And at this point, it's a montage of us walking towards Sarah Beth's farm. Uh, while we're waiting for the adults to let us back in on the fun stuff. You find yourselves a week later. um, You're on the farm uh, training, practicing. Um, I feel like two of us are shooting guns, two of us are hitting each other with sticks. Yeah. Um, And inadvertently, you look more like children than you've ever looked. Absolutely. Um, It's covered in welts and bruises. (laughs) Ow, uh, ow. Uncle Bill finds you there and uh, says, all right, well, um, uh, they're, re- they're ready to see you now. Um, and uh, he loads you all up in the pickup truck and he takes you uh, to the cinema. And uh, you guys walk into the cinema and it's very different than the last time you saw it. You see that the um, NWT has moved in here in large numbers. They have essentially taken over the cinema under the guise that asbestos has been found and needs to be cleaned up. And it is officers of all different varieties. Uh, Desks have been moved into the the theater. Um, The screen is being projected as all sorts of... Um, readings from magnetic fields down below. Um, there's groups of scientists with clipboards walking, discussing things. Um, it's it's like the scene out of E.T. almost, like when, when they go through the tubes. Um, they've sort of taken over this um, cinema. Um, you move into the, into the theater, and uh, they sort of pull you aside into like a little, um, what would have been uh, the office of... Uh, the cinema manager, the little little business office that they would have had, and um, you see a man there in a gray suit and tie, and he sits down uh, at a he's sitting at a, a like a one of those like metal desks, um, and uh, there's four chairs on the other side, and he sort of gestures for you guys to um, sit across from him. Um, he introduces himself as Miles Um, he says "Um, good afternoon Uh, I'm Miles and then he looks up at at Uncle Bill and um, he says Lieutenant Montgomery you can um, can wait outside Lieutenant? 
your uncle steps out and uh, the four of you sit and he goes um, it's a pleasure to meet um, you four um, apologize for the time it's taken to set up this meeting properly um, we uh, we wanted to get a real good handle of what's going on here um, how we can best uh, support you um, there was also a little bit of logistics um, I don't know how much your uncle explained to you. We we share. Um, there are two other worlds that have access to us uh, from different points on the planet. Um, our neighbors, essentially, um, they don't have access to the Nexium. Um, there were cut off when we were cut off. Um, understandably, it is a tricky subject with the ambassadors from those worlds now that we have contact uh, the ability to travel back to Nexium and they do not especially when uh, we have it was our fault that we were all severed so there's a little bit of a political that's not your guys's thing to worry about um, there are a lot of dudes in suits and ties who can like myself who can take care of the, the politicking um, but um we need you guys. You guys are our best hope. Um, there's been a sighting of Richard. Um, he was spotted on Tyne, which is one of our neighboring worlds. Um, we believe he used a, a portal from the Nexium and has been hopping planets. Um, he can't get back through using the Nexium, but he can get back through from Tyne. And we believe he's trying to get back to Earth to um, sort of reestablish his forces, uh, reconnect with those who were supporting him. Um, it is our hope that um, you four will journey to Tyne and uh, attempt to intercept him as he comes, tries to come back to Earth. Can we take the lieutenant? Yes, yes. Uh, Lieutenant Montgomery will be accompanying you. Can I have a real gun? Uh, yes, you will be uh, outfitted, uh, trained. Um, yes. We were going to make sure that we uh, we give you guys the best opportunity to um, succeed. Um, you will also be trained in Tyne. I don't know if you know much about Tyne. Um, you can assume that we know nothing yeah. about anything. Okay, so you can... All right. Except that um, we know that we're the guardians of... Uncle Bill doesn't exactly like to talk a lot. Well, that's good. Everything. I mean, that's... Tyne is... Um... Well, I assume you know magic exists. Yeah. 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 Of our neighbors, um, the one reality or the one world is uh, very technologically advanced. No magic. Ours is, it's questionable if magic is, is capable here. Um, Tyne is very magical. Um, it is, let's just say the, the people who come through from the one world, people think are aliens. The people who come through from the other world, people think are fantasy creatures. Hence where all the um, stories come from. Are you telling me you're going to train us in magic over on this other world? Uh, 
if you are gifted with the with the ability to learn it you'll be able to learn it you'll only be able to use it while you're there it doesn't work here that's why you got to go train there yes fireball you can cast your fireball Avery. <laughs> fucking Avery fireball can do f- fire magic and I, I think Tina can do wind magic that's uh it's pretty impressive and I'm Sarah a pretty Beth good shot so you know yeah. You, yeah. they have mm. gun magic yeah. they have gun benders um, but in all, in all seriousness, Miles, what about, this seems really stupid of me to ask, but like, I'm, I'm still in high school. Is, do I, is that education not important anymore? I mean, um. I mean, it doesn't feel like it is. I just, I'm just feeling like I need to say it just because I'm. You can just like sign a paper, right? And then that's kind of like. Oh yeah, done. like if if you're worried about having a degree to show to your parents, we can take care of that. Oh, can I? Can I? Parents know? I mean, my my parents know some of this. Your parents work for us. Um, they they can know. Um, <laughs> the your your parents, you can't tell them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah Beth, we was- will we'll come up with some sort of story. Uh, camp for the gifted. Um. <laughs> special program they're like never gonna believe it's, that no nah, it's cool i'll just tell my dad i'm at football camp and he won't give a shit perfect whoever you send to to tell just send it to my mom no uh, you're not gonna go tell him yourself oh. i mean you don't have to but generally when people leave they tell their parents themselves but you know i thought it was gonna be more immediate so uh, avery oh, well. you can come to football camp with me you'd make a really good kicker I'll just tell my parents that I'm at like an explorer's extended retreat or something. They'll believe that. No, I know it's just I'm such sure a good. Will. I'm really high up in the or- in the um, Mayfield Explorer's chapter. Okay. I guess I'll tell my parents I'm just going to work. <laughs> All right. Well. Um. When do we leave? Well, we'll give you um give you a couple of days to get your um things in order. Um, give us a bit of a chance to um, get some documents made up, excuses. Um, we're going to have to find a bunch of kids is, to work is that at the JJ's. the government we... term, excuses? This one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we do sweeping under the rug better than most people. Okay, um, but if you're going to find people to work yeah. at JJ's, my vegetarian burgers are really good. They have to keep the vegetarian burger on the menu. I know JJ was only humoring me because I worked there, but they're really good. They so, is JJ right, a cover? Write, write that down. Yeah, Miles, Pardon? that's really important. Okay. Wait, <laughs> is JJ's a cover? Like, why do you have to? If we just quit our jobs, doesn't JJ have to hire new people? Like, yeah, but I mean, it's going to be. A lot of questions if the entire staff of JJ's just disappears. We're one whole shift, Trent. JJ will be pissed <laughs> at you. <laughs> yeah, that is where we are going to end Mayfield Mysteries Season 1. 
Season oh, what? one. There's a fucking training montage between seasons. I'm running upstairs. I'm running down those stairs. I'm I'm pumping my fist at the top of the stairs. Airball. To give people a bit of an idea of what the plan is if we do future seasons, depending on how this goes. Every world you guys go to, you will play a different game type. Oh, that's sick, dude! Oh, that's, Earth, that's really Earth, that's fun. That's fucking bikes. cool. Tyne will be D and D, and then if we go to other worlds, we'll play different uh, game types that fit. That really is fun. Fucking that sounds so really fun. Can we just yeah. can we systems. just decide on season two right now? Yes, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'm down. I do that. Season two. Fun. Yeah, you get yeah, you gotta you gotta make people like want it though. Yeah, if yeah, you don't listen, you don't get to listen. Listen. Yeah, exactly. already want it. Okay. Um, thank you everyone for joining us. It's been an absolute uh, treat. Thank you to all of you guys for playing. Um, it's been really really fun to sort of come up with this world, and um, I'm excited to sort of branch these characters off into new and different adventures. Dude, also, I'm, already, I'm already thinking of the D&D character yeah, so much. Uh, yeah. Also, can we all just give a really big, like, you know, podcast round of applause for Yanis for his first time mm. game mastering? Great job, Yanis. That was super so fun. Good, Great Yanis. job, Yanis. Yeah, Yanis was, really was awesome. I loved all the little yeah. stories opening the episodes. Yeah, so yeah I tried to, I tried to sort of, um, yeah, I tried to sort of have these little, little narrative vignettes because it's a, such a short uh, format that I have everyone um, I wanted to sort of build these a uh, little bit of like emotional connections with their past and, and who and sort of little vignettes of who they are or why they are the way they are. Okay. Here's my pitch is um, if you have been listening to Mayfield mysteries and uh, you are as in love with it as we are, if you have questions for us as a cast, um, but what we would love to do is have you collect, send those questions along to us by either by socials or by email or in our discord. Um, and what we'll do is we'll do our best to answer those questions um, as we do our character creation uh, for season two. Um, so we'll probably film that and do that all together, record that and do that all together here for podcasts for for folks who um, that'll probably go up on Patreon. But if you have any questions, um, we would love to answer those for you. Um, about this wonderful little series that I very quickly fell in love with. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And um, have a great, uh, great rest of your guys' summer. And uh, we'll see you maybe in the fall. See you at the diner. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Sarah Beth Montgomery was played by M. Tina Watkins was played by Jess. Trent Kessler was played by Adam, and Avery Campbell was played by Cody. And I'm your Game Master, Yana, saying thank you and good night.